Welcome to the Every Believer a Witness podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you will be blessed as Dennis shares how to actually enjoy being a Christian, the Wendy Fioregal story. Today, as we conclude this part of our series, How to Actually Enjoy Being a Christian, we focused in for weeks on, if you're going to actually enjoy being a Christian, you have to know for sure that you are one. When I began Every Believer Witness in 2005 full-time, for the first approximately 10 years or so, most of our teaching was going to local churches and having revival or conference setting, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. And I was very blessed to travel in hundreds of churches and speak in hundreds of churches. And I would have so many people who would come to realize they were not a child of God and to have assurance of salvation and would send us a letter, would write a letter. Sometimes their pastor would send me a copy of a letter that they, that they had. And I want to share just two examples with you today with the permission of the people that told me about this. I was in Springfield, Missouri, in Macedonia Baptist Church. And during that period of time, a lady by the name of Ann Robertson was saved. And after she was saved, here's what she said. I thought I was an anomaly. I grew up in church. I was baptized. I taught Sunday school and faithfully attended church. I thought I was a Christian. But when the invitation was given, I always felt a little tug. I was 99% sure I was saved, but not sure. I thought I was an anomaly. I don't believe that Anne was an anomaly. I believe that's typical of so many people who are in church today. I want to read a letter that Wendy Fuhrregal wrote. She wrote it to her pastor, and he forwarded it to me. She was at Lakeview Baptist Church in Auburn, Alabama. And she says this, My name is Wendy Fuhrregal. I grew up in a Christian family who attended church faithfully. I became a member of my family's church of another denomination as a young teen. Later, after attending Lakeview for several years, my husband and I became members. We faithfully attended Sunday services and adult Bible study. We did two semesters of faith. For you non-Baptists, that's an evangelism training where you go out and actually talk to people about the Lord. I attended the ladies' Bible studies on Wednesdays and helped with the church bulletins and the library. I knew the gospel, that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sins, that he was buried and then rose again on the third day. I sincerely believed all that. However, I had doubts of my salvation throughout my years at Lakeview. I would either push those doubts aside or be assured that since I knew the gospel, I surely was saved. After my second child was born, I became increasingly depressed and angry. I started taking prescription antidepressants. The medicine helped, but after a year or so on it, I was having more depression and anger. I was always angry with and yelling at my kids. I thought I needed more help or a different medication. In September, Lakeview offered the conference Every Believer Witness. I felt compelled to attend. On the first night, Jesus had us write down how we were before salvation, how we were saved, and what we were like afterward. Then it said something to the effect that if we were unsure what to write or how we were saved— or had to write about how we became a member of a church, 
or had to quote fudge, end quote a little, we most likely were not saved. I wrote something down, but was unsure if it was true. On the third night, he had us write a more concise testimony. I wrote down something different than before, but was still unsure. I did not acknowledge this that night, even though Dennis asked people to do so, probably because of pride and insecurity. The next morning, God was dealing with me. I had a spiritual battle going on inside of me. My heart felt heavy, hurting, and looking back, it felt burdened. In my mind and spirit, I kept going back and forth between my flesh or Satan telling me, I'm already saved. I already believe in Jesus. And the Holy Spirit saying, you're not saved. You need to be saved. I finally surrendered to the Holy Spirit, realizing that I had never truly repented of my sin, of my sinful nature. I had never had a broken and contrite heart, as David mentions in Psalm 51. But now I was finally broken. I did not want to be angry all the time and depressed anymore. I knew I wanted and needed to change, and only Jesus could change me. I needed a new heart. So I called upon Jesus to save me, and he did. After I did so, the heaviness of my heart started to go away. The burden on my heart had been my sin, my self-righteousness, and my pride. Now Jesus had taken that away. That day, I was much different than the day before. I had the fruit of the Spirit because I had the Holy Spirit of God in me. I was loving, at peace, patient, joyful, kind, and gentle with my kids, even though they had not changed. It was wonderful not to have any doubts, but to have an inner peace in the assurance of my salvation. Soon afterward, I was able to go off my antidepressant medication. I still sometimes get angry, but I have more self-control. I still feel depressed sometimes, but then I think about Jesus and the price he paid for me because he loved me so much. Now when I sin, I confess and repent quickly to God, and if needed, to my husband or children. I also claim the promise of God in Philippians 1.6, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I knew right away that I needed to be baptized. Two Sundays later, I went down the aisle to ask for believer's baptism because I'd not been saved when I was baptized before. And I want to join with Wendy in the last paragraph of her letter. I urge you to examine your heart. Have you ever had the broken and contrite spirit that David talked about? Have you ever truly repented of your sin? Examine your spirit also. Do you have any doubts about your salvation? Please speak to someone today. She read this on a Sunday. Please speak to someone today during the service or a trusted Christian friend if you need a changed heart or true assurance. And I want you to know you can call me. Our numbers will be on the screen. You can text me. You can email. Because I'm, I believe there's so many people like Ann, like Wendy, and that's not God's desire. You can know for sure that you are a Christian, and that's the first step toward actually enjoying the Christian life. I hope many of you will contact me. God bless. If these podcasts are a blessing and encouragement to you, would you pray about becoming a monthly partner with Every Believer a Witness? We want to increase the number of podcasts we do, as well as reach more and more believers. You can make your tax-deductible gift on our website. 
Thank you.